0: On this week's episode we are traveling to gadolenta in the core worlds where we will discuss the rarity of matriarchal government structures leo organa's favorite tea and refreshing moral constructs on with the show Hello there everyone, and welcome back to Lady Kira's Galactic Adventure, where we traverse the universe in our Corellian Corvette cruiser, The Vindicator. I am, of course, your host on this excursion, Admiral Kira Bondari of the Alliance to Restore the Republic. This time, we are continuing our exploration of the interior as we travel to the planet Cadalanta. If you have no questions, comments, or concerns, then make sure to remember that George Lucas's neck pouch creature is most definitely a Kowakian monkey lizard, to always check your fuel line when going on important missions for intergalactic spies, and that not only is Harrison Syndulla beautiful and elegant, but she is the greatest non-force sensitive pilot in the galaxy since those tend to have an unfair advantage this week on Lady Kira's Galactic Adventure. Located at M10 in the Galactic Grid, Gadalunda is the first planet we have covered on this show with more than one sun. Just don't ask me how many there are because there's no canon information on that because as we all know the Disney canon is very undescriptive. Outsiders regard gadolenta as warm and tranquil and it's mostly known for its meditation retreats, tea, and poetry. Its tea, although I don't know how it tastes, is known to be a favorite of Princess Leia Organa and her husband who are known to keep an ample stash of it. Interestingly enough, gadolenta is also known for a meat substitute known as soypro, which is popular across the galaxy and I guess is probably like super healthy tofu? There's a lot of irrelevant history for the canon, but all you really need to know is that Gadalenta is a member of the New Republic, but their inter- intergalactic governmental status before that is kind of unknown to me, but it can be implied that they were a member of the Galactic Republic. What we do know about this place is mainly restricted to the people who actually live here. The native Gadalentans were known to be overtly calm and incredibly spiritual. To aid them in their spirituality, Gadalentans practiced skyfaring, a calisthenics es- exercise in which one would use scarves to suspend themselves from wooden wooden scaffolding. That's a lot of S's, I'm sorry. All Gatilentans were taught this practice, being able to meditate unconnected to the ground. Skyfaring was such an important part of their culture that Gatilentan senators had a skyfaring room made in their senatorial complex on Coruscant. Spirituality meant more to the Gadolintans than just meditation, though. Love and compassion were the most important aspects of their culture, with outward displays of emotion, like crying, considered to be proof of a caring and virtuous heart. This sounds like a planet that believes in therapy, and I appreciate that. (laughs) Gadolintans themselves lived in austerity, their clothing pale or grey or white, um, spared for their infamous scarlet cloaks, which reminds me a lot of, um, officials in the Vatican. That's kind of the vibe. That's the aesthetic. That's their aesthetic. This planet was ruled by, quote, the Council of Mothers, end quote, which, when compared to some other governmental structures we've seen in our travels, is very different. Look, we don't have a lot of canon information on them, nor legends information, but I think it can be implied by the name that Catalenta is ruled by a matriarchal system instead of a patriarchal one. A world we can only dream of in ours, sadly. This sounds like an awesome place to live, not gonna lie, because the morality of this place is on par with modern values and morals. Especially for Star Wars, which is kind of... It's kind of crazy, because a major part of the, of the Star Wars galaxy, the galaxy far, far away, but that we don't like to consider the implications of is the concept of slavery, right? Anakin Skywalker was born enslaved to the huts on Tatooine. We've seen countless Twi'lek slaves across the Star Wars galaxy in movies and TVs. We've literally seen them get killed in Jabba's palace because he got angry at them. Uh, The Zygerian slave empire exists and during the Clone Wars was infiltrated, but the Galactic Republic did nothing but prove that they were completely powerless to stop it. Like this has been explored in novels like Master and Apprentice, which is an extra brutal interpretation of the situation but is 100% worth the read. In Jedi Fallen Order, Cal Kestis' aiding the early rebellion on Kashyyyk stopped hundreds of Wookiees from being taken to the spice mines on Kessel. We literally get to SEE the conditions of the spice mines of Kessel in Solo A Star Wars Story and in Episode 1 of Star Wars Rebels. In a galaxy full of immorality and slavery and human destruction, it is nice to know that there are planets, like Galilanta, that outlaw such practices indefinitely. In fact, slavery has never even been implemented on it, and never will. If a slave is even brought to this planet, and, the, and their master was caught, the master will be imprisoned in, 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 yeah, imprisoned indefinitely, and the slave would be instantly freed. Based on morality alone, I think you can tell that a planet such as this one would attempt to make good connections with the Jedi Order, to which they definitely did. gada culture was heavily influenced by Jedi beliefs, and would continue to be inspired by them, even despite the Jedi purges of the Galactic Empire. Look, interestingly, I don't have any more Ganon information on the planet, nor do I have ample Legends information to continue this, so we're actually, like, done. I'm so used to, like, 20-30 to page scripts, so this is legitimately funny. In light of my little rant, I just want to have a little sit-down chat with you, completely unscripted, just to kind of reiterate some of my points. I think it's important for us all to remember that Star Wars was originally made to be a reflection of the times, right? The original trilogy was an interpretation of the Vietnam War and what it was doing to America, what it was doing to the world, right? Just set in space. And obviously not in Vietnam <laughs> um, there are plenty of other movies that did that go watch Apocalypse Now but like if you really want that deep cut but you know the prequels were were made to reflect you know the war on terror and how that affected the nation because basically the Clone Wars basically are that you know he wasn't I'm not going to completely praise God King Lucas I don't I think that his ideas can be very outdated. But at the same time, the world that he has created has been laid out in such a way that it reflects the one that we are living in. It's there to be reflected upon, and although there are going to be people who are going to tell me to stop taking Star Wars so seriously, I think that's what it's there for us to do. That's what all media is there for us to do, to recognize the patterns that people are laying out for us and see how it reflects to our personal lives and the world that we're living in. And when, when we talk about slavery in Star Wars, although we live in a world, in a, and I live in a country where slavery has been outlawed for a solid hundred years, almost, which is even sadder that it's less than a- oh my god, let's not talk about this. Um, but it's Black History Month, and I think it's important to talk about the topics that are, you know, uncomfortable for us, especially- because i don't really see many people doing this on my tiktok feed or in the youtube videos that i'm recommended you know slavery exists in star wars but have you noticed that even with the biggest governmental bodies literally encapsulating entire planets the galactic republic spanning legitimately the entire galaxy the empire spanning even more of it that they did nothing to stop it I mean, the Empire makes sense why they didn't. But the Galactic Republic... L- legitimately did nothing. Now, Master and Apprentice is one of my favorite books of all time. And I think the discourse on slavery and how it, like how seeing it head-on affected Qui-Gon Jinn so much. One, it's very telling into his character. But it's very telling into what the Jedi should have been doing at the time. Right? It's just another example of how far they have fallen because he literally tells the council outright it is our job not to force people to sign treaties that are going to hand over entire planets to these giant mega corporations it's to protect the people living there the jedi were not being peacekeepers it's hard to say when the last time the jedi were peacekeepers if we're being very honest probably way before the Sith Wars, right? Because, in the- being faced with such horrendous treatment of human beings by Saezerka Corporation, the Jedi Order did nothing. Qui-Gon did. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan literally snuck inside the ship and caused a bunch of chaos and freed a bunch of slaves but they are the only ones. And it's it's quite shocking from a modern perspective to see such a, you know, in such a technologically advanced world, you know, where people can fly to the other side of the galaxy in like less than a day because of with hyperspace travel. And they have these super advanced guns and all of this other stuff, right? And you have droids that can, calculate all of these super intense equations and we're still enslaving people but like uh, the thing that like (laughs) you could say like oh yeah slavery exists because they're showing like how baseless human nature can be and sure that may be the argument that that's being made here that like even in a world as advanced as this one that humans are still doing horrible things and yes i think that is part of it But the other part of it is that the the people that are being enslaved are specific species of people. There are humans that are being enslaved, of course. On Tatsubin, we get to see that a lot. But there's also Twi'leks. Twi'leks are one of the most enslaved groups in the entire galaxy. And it's because they're fetishized and it's legitimately disgusting and... We literally almost get, we almost see Harris Syndula sold into a life of slavery because of goddamn Lando Calrissian. In a kid's show. In a kid's show. The Wookiees are also incredibly enslaved because they're super strong and they could do all this manual labor. And because the Empire thinks that they could do anything they want. They ship them off to Kessel, knowing that they'll only live two weeks. But even then, even in the times of the Galactic Republic, the Republic themselves weren't doing the dealings with the slavers. That was more the Empire, because they needed manual labor, and didn't want to have to pay for it, because the Empire is cheap as hell. But the Republic knew about the Zygerian Empire. They literally sent operatives there, and they only freed a group of Togruton... Uh, of to Gruta, who were taken from their homeworld. Do you know how many slaves were on Zygeria at the time? And that's all the Republic is willing to do? Which is the only, like, offensive action that the Republic has taken towards slavery that we have ever seen in the Star Wars visual media galaxy? Like, gallery, I mean. Um... It's it's that like it's that it's that audio that's going around on TikTok, right? The and the next time that says someone says the government wouldn't do that, yes they would because they would because the Galactic Republic was benefiting from slavery and because the Jedi were too political, they were too focused on the politics of it all to do anything about it. Just keep this. I don't know how much you're gonna get out of this conversation, um, but I do want to have a conversation with y'all. Um, so please, 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 just think about this, even if you're not gonna reply to me. But if you want to talk about this, um, you know, hit me up on TikTok, hit me on Instagram, um, leave a review or something, or join the, the Patreon for only five bucks a month, and we can... We can have a real- we could have a serious conversation about this over on the Discord. Because I think it's really upsetting, still, like, in modern day Star Wars. You know, to see no action taken towards these major slaving bodies, you know? They're still people. It's still upsetting, you know? Um, and even though they may not exist in our galaxy, it's upsetting to see on a screen. It's hard to explain that to a child you know, that slavery exists in Star Wars and what what it means for the people, you know, who are in the system and what it means for those who are enslaved, especially if you're enslaved to the Hutts or if you're a, a Kessel, or you're, you know, work for Crimson Dawn. Kira was a slave, you know? her life was legitimately being threatened by dryden voss and i think she was a lot more <laughs> than what we got to saw in the movie because star wars is family friendly you know i think dryden voss is forcing her to do a lot more than just conduct business for her and i think it's very obvious for the older people watching but like at the same time it's like i don't think enough people are having this conversation um i'm not saying that like i don't know it would just be cool you know like we have all of this sequel era stuff that's still happening right and i'm like not saying that we should make another movie but it's like it would be cool to see a project where we get to see the heroes not facing down a big bad like palpatine again but seeing our heroes do something that would legitimately benefit the human race, or not just the human race, but like generally benefit the world, like, you know, freeing slaves or doing something, you know, more personal, more intimate, like, I think it would get across a lot better to a, to a bigger audience. I'm so tired of Palpatine and stupid Order 66. If you had a Star Wars protagonist like Rey, who would 100% do this, and I know she would, and you see she lands, I don't know, if there's something, I don't, ends up on Kessel, ends up on Zygeria again, right? But instead of doing nothing, does something. Not that she can take on the entire Zygerion Empire, but you know what I'm talking about. Like is although it's the it's the big lightsaber action stuff that makes Star Wars go around and makes Star Wars Star Wars, but there are other people in the Star Wars galaxy who are suffering. And it always feels like those people are ignored. And that's why I wanted to do this show. Talking about these small little planets you may have never heard of. But, impact the greater story, maybe not a lot, but still impact it. Gatalinda may not be the most important planet we've covered. I'd say that would be Coruscant or Alderaan. But, it had an impact on people. It had an impact on Leia. And Leia, Princess of Alderaan, she talks a lot about, she talks a bit about this planet, you know? like and even shares that memory or and the tea that she likes from this place with her husband later on in her life and even when they go their separate ways she's still drinking this tea you know what i mean like little things i don't know <laughs> One Hey, Lucasfilm, hit me up. Let's write a small, let's write a short film about the galaxy far, far away, about the people who actually live in it. I would love to do that one day. Maybe. They probably don't know who I am, they probably never will. But at the same time, I think that would be an interesting story to tell. Anyways, uh, time for the outro. <laughs> And that is everything I have for you on Gatalenta in Canon and Legends. I hope you enjoyed your journey this week and your stay so far aboard the Vindicator. If you have any questions or concerns about your stay, feel free to bring it up with one of our personnel on board via a private message or a DM. Perhaps on our TikTok accounts at Shadow Collective Rules or at Unidentified Robot. Or maybe our Instagram at LadyHero or perhaps the review of our show. Or perhaps if you want more of me, I don't know why you would, but you can head on over to patreon.com/slash Lady Hero Productions and for only five bucks. A month you can have access to tons of additional content and our exclusive discord community all of those usernames and their respective platforms will be listed in the show notes next time we will be journeying to Sarapin and whatever core worlds i can cover in an hour or less and we're actually going there next time i checked i promise uh until next time my friends companions and droids may the force be with you all